Hey listeners, do I have an event for you? Billings American Legion is putting on their annual Hall of Fame dinner April 9th at the Doubletree Hotel. Join us for a night of fun honoring current and past Legion ballplayers. All proceeds go right back to the program. More information to follow, but you want to be sure to mark this date. This year's Hall of Fame class is truly amazing. You can follow their stories here on our podcast and then meet them in person at the Hall of Fame dinner. They are an inspiration to all. Thank you and for your support. Hello, welcome to Wide Lab Sports. Today, I have an extra special treat. I am joined by a good friend of mine that just so happens to be the voice of Princess Peach. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mitch. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, doing great. So I just have to ask, how the heck did you get into being the voice of Princess Peach? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not something like when you are building your resume, you don't go, yeah, I want to be a princess. Uh, (laughs) I told my dad that when I was little and he didn't believe me. So um, (laughs) it it seems to be working out. No, it was um, one of the things that I always tell young uh, people, you know, no matter what your passion is, whether it's, it's sports or if it's acting or whatever it is that you just go after it and you go after what you enjoy doing. And then the, how you're going to do it comes into place. And that's how it went for me. So I did a lot of acting. Um, I always liked reading. I always liked, uh, editing and doing things with audio. And I was doing voices for different radio stations. And my agent sent me an audition. I had no idea that it was something as big as the Mario franchise. And I went and I auditioned and they said yes to me for Princess Peach. They said yes for Toad. And I started recording it. And Mitch, I had not even played the games like when I got the job. And after I did the recordings, my first one was in 2007, Mario Strikers, which is coming out again. And um, I played my first game was like Mario Kart and the Wii. And I went, oh my goodness, this is so cool. You know, like I totally fell in love with the games and have been in love with them ever since. But it was really, I had no idea what I was doing. It just happened. And that's why I always just just say, whatever it is you love doing, do it. And what you're supposed to do will find you for sure. Oh, that's so cool. So I know you didn't start out doing voice acting. What did you do to start out your career that then has helped catapult you into the voice acting? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I, um, well, like I said, I always liked reading. Um, And so when I was a little kid, I would read things. And then um, one of the things I like to do is read things out loud. And I recommend that to anyone, you know, whether you want to get into like doing podcasts, like what you're doing. I mean, you have a great voice and you, you sound very natural when you're sharing. And so it's like the more things that you can read, but you can read it and sound like you're conversational, not like you know how some people read and it sounds like very stiff. Um, You can tell it's being read. So I just practice reading and practice selling it, you know, like this is (laughs) that you really mean it. And and it's not like you're faking it. You mean it with all your heart. And um, so then when we're recording something for some of the Mario games and they go, you just got hit by a ball of flaming lava, you know, mean it. (laughs) You're like, okay, how would that feel? You know? So it, it is just how do you feel like you're really in the moment? Um, which is like, it's something we all struggle with, right? Like, how do you be in the moment when you're talking to someone these days? You know, I think right. a lot of us are pretty 
detached. And so how do you just be and do it in a way that you're fully experiencing where you are? That's, for I sure. mean, for me, like that's the biggest challenge even now. For sure. So, you know, your character is probably one of the most well-known characters in the Mario world and Mario games are super popular. How does it feel for you to know that your voice is in millions of homes every day? It doesn't feel very real. Um, it's a, uh, it, it was fun when I got to play the games and I was a new stepmom and I was really nervous because, you know, stepmoms are supposed to be evil. And so I wasn't, I was not feeling very evil, but I thought, you know, what if his kids don't like me? And so he had a little guy who was six years old, our son, Desmond. And the first thing I knew what to do with him was, well, let's play some Mario Kart, you know? And so we played these games together and um, I would when the character was making sounds, I'd be making the same sounds. And I'd be like, whoa, that is my voice. You know, that it, that's where it became real. And um, for me, it was like a, a huge bonding experience with him as a stepson. And then um, just over the years, as I've met more and more people who play the games, they're so nice. And um, one of the most humbling comments that people say is they'll go, you were the voice of my childhood which makes me feel really old, but at the same time, it's like one of the most awesome compliments that you can possibly get, you know, that these games are wholesome and they're fun and they're things that you can do with your whole family. So I seriously, I love being a part of every single one of them. For sure. I mean, with you saying that Mario Strikers is coming out with a new game, my CJ grew up on Strikers and loved that game. Yay! So that'll be awesome to tell him <laughs> that there's a new one coming out. Yeah, I think in June is when they announced it. So we'll see. Oh, that's fun. So, you know, one of my things that I've seen with you on Facebook is you've been going to a lot of, I think, Comic-Cons is what they are. Galaxy Cons, I know is one that you went to. That, that was the actual name of it. What are those like? Oh my goodness, they're so fun. Mitch, you would love it. Okay, so it, here is a community of people who we all have a similar passion. Like we love games, we love creativity, we are very inclusive. And so when you're there, there's no wrong answer. Like I, I, have, I spent a lot of my life when I was younger feeling weird, like shy, uncomfortable, awkward, whatever. You know, it's mm -hmm. hard to be a human. But you go to these and people dress up, they know how to have fun, they're collaborative, and they're supportive of each other. And I always say that if the whole world operated the way that that community operates at the different cons, that our world would be such a beautiful place because people are so loving and inclusive and kind and you can volunteer. Like I was really scared before I did any of that because I thought, you know, what's it going to be like and will people be nice right. or what will it be like? And you have just never met a group of people who are more supportive. You can't say a wrong answer. Like they're just super kind. And, and so I've become a huge fan and I get more of a kick out of it probably than even the fans do who come out and say hi, because it's just a wonderful, lovely experience. Oh, wow. That's awesome for sure. Yeah. So you got to get one. Next time. What has one been your, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what has been your favorite, um, like memory of doing all these games? Oh, that's a good question. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of fun ones. Um, okay, two, well, three. <laughs> no. So I, I love um, 
some of the characters that Nintendo invented, you know, when I think it was in 3D World, Galaxy, where they did, where they did Cat Peach and. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there were all these characters and we didn't know about them as actors until we got in there and they go, oh, by the way, we're going to be making your character into this. And so do the voice, but do it as if you were a cat or a baby or sparkling or whatever, you know, and, and so it was really fun to go, wow, that was a twist. And I had no idea. And to do it just on the spot that that was really cool. Um, I love the ending, even though it's weird in Odyssey, you know, that script was a surprise and, you know, um, seeing Peach at the very end and Bowser and Mario and what was she thinking, you know? <laughs> so to me, that's really fun. And then one of the more recent ones that I did that was really a challenge and was really fun is, I don't know if you know or not, um, Universal Studios has done the Super Mario World. Oh, and really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so right now, I believe it's in Japan that has opened. And I don't know if any other ones opened because they did it right before COVID. Um, but the amazing thing is these characters have more lines. And so for me, because a lot of the times in the games, you'll just see the characters have a very quick, you know, line or sound, um, right. but they don't, they don't really go into dialogue. And so for some of these things that we did and we took the characters to it with, you know, dialogue and talking. And there was a second where I was like, mm, am I going to be able to do this or not? And, and it, it went really well. So um, I'm just excited once things kind of open up and everything to take Zoe, our daughter, we have a, a, a nine-year-old, 10-year-old, she just turned 10, to um, go and see it and see how it turned out because it was so fun to do it. Oh, that's awesome. So I have to ask, I have your pictures that you had signed of yourself and Bowser, who's my yeah. favorite Mario character. And just what is that family like to have those Mario families with all the different character voices? Well, we've gotten to be really good friends since we've traveled together, you know, like for the um, for the different cons. And so Kenny James, who plays Bowser, you know, your personal, <laughs> your hero. Um, what a fun person. And he's funny because he's the sweetest bad guy that you're ever going to want to know. You know, like he can be kind of grouchy and crotchety, but inside he is like just the sweetest, sweetest person. Like his latest hobby that he's doing, if you check him out on Instagram, Kenny James Bowser um he uh is baking bread and so he's posting like all of these beautiful pictures of his homemade bread and like he'll put a new recipe up and he'll be like wow this one really turned out and it's just so darling you know that he's <laughs> he's a sweetheart you know he's someone you'd want to hang out with so yeah it's it's pretty funny and then just recently um I started um touring a little bit with Rosalina, the actress who plays Rosalina, mm -hmm. Laura Smith, and she is delightful too. And she's like a real actress who lives in Hollywood and she, you know, does television and movies and all kinds of stuff like that. And, and so it's been fun for me to um, have a, a girl to hang out with, because usually it's just the guys, you know, Charles right. and Penny. And so to have Laura there as well is really nice. We, you know, she bought me a hairbrush when I forgot my hairbrush last time. And and then I made her sign it, which was really fun. So um, yeah, we're just having a good time. It is, it is like a family. I like that you use that word. That's awesome for sure. So now I do want to ask your daughter, when I got your guys' Christmas card, it was her artwork. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What, or how did she get such an artistic ability? Because that was really good. 
Yeah, you know, she, um, when she was a little girl, so we didn't do any kind of prenatal testing or anything like that. And when she was born, she had Down syndrome and we were like, we don't know anything about this. Like, we don't even know what this is. Um, and so it's been a learning curve for us, just learning, you know, what an incredible gift that she has and who she is. And mm -hmm. um, part of when she was really little, I was working with her on colors and she was just a tiny thing. Like she might've been about two or three years old. And so I was showing her the different colors with finger paints and she started just putting them on the paper. And it was so beautiful. And I, I thought, you know, am I crazy? Cause this looks really pretty. And, and so I started just kind of saving them. I've got them all over the walls of our house. And I will say now she doesn't paint like that very much anymore because she learned how to do real stuff. So mm -hmm. she draws pictures of trees and houses and, you know, like little kid pictures, but right. in those days it was like this abstract painting and it was just a real gift. And I think the the message that I got from it is the world looks at things a certain way. And if you can look at it with eyes, like, like what she has, you can see way more, you know, than, than the rest of us with our limited vision. And it's just helped me. I mean, that's, that was some of the first things that we saw where we saw how magical and special um, that she is. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I see stuff every day that just makes me go, wow. Yeah, no, definitely. I saw that. And I was like, wow, that is good. I'm going to have to ask her about that when I get her on <laughs> Thank here. Thank you. That makes me happy. For sure. No. So, you know, just for people that want to get into your industry, either I know you did radio at one point or even this voice acting, what, like, I guess, what advice do you have for them? Um, be willing to be silly like be willing to be a fool. And I think that's the advice, like anytime you're trying to master anything, whether it's a sport or whether it's a, you know, academics or any kind of a skill, public speaking, you have to be willing to look foolish for a while and, and still. And so when I go in for a recording or doing any kind of thing, they're going to hand me a script and you just put your whole self into it, be as big and as crazy as you want to be and, and let it, let it be. I had a coach once who told me we can always dial it back a little bit, but if somebody's got a level that's down here, it's really hard to raise it up. So you just go in with your full on self. And I think the thing I said earlier, like practicing reading mm -hmm. and pretending like if it's the most boring text in the world, but you pretend like I am going to just infuse this with what I want and the person will receive it as warm. Um, practice doing that. And then I talk to everybody, like make friends like you do. I mean, just like connect and be going, right. hey, I'm interested in doing this. What do you know about it? How do I begin? Do you know who did you talk to? And little by little, you start having uh, connections. And then that just opens doors for you. Because when people are cheering for you and want to help you, they will want to help you achieve what you want to achieve. Um, there are classes as well. I think Steve Bloom has an online class that he does for voice actors that you could just learn the industry from someone wow. who's been in it. So I do that kind of stuff if you want to. Um, there's also so many research, like back in the day, you had to have an agent in order to get any work. Um, mm -hmm. and I do still recommend, I mean, if you can get an agent, then do it because it'll help you. But a lot of young actors are getting work just from, there's a website called Voice123. And so corporations, when they're looking for voices for corporate videos or for commercials or 
even video games and things like that, they could go on there and they might see your profile or hear your voice and go, um, I like that. You know, we're looking for different sounding voices now. It's not just all sounding a certain way. So all right. ethnicities, all ages, all everything. You want to have the range. And so if you go and do something like that, um, it's fun because my friends, some of my friends do that and they'll get a job for anywhere from $200 to a couple thousand dollars or $6,000 or whatever. And, and then it's fun for me because sometimes I'll call up like, I don't know, a spa, or I was trying to look for an apartment for my mother-in-law and I call up and I'm listening to the on hold voice. And I'm like, that's my friend, Sarah, <laughs> you know, and so it's funny because you'll get jobs that spread you out throughout your local community. And you don't mm -hmm. have to be in California. You don't have to be in New York to do it. You can do it right where you are. Mm -hmm. um, and they traditionally, I think they use non-union um, actors. I think it's so they're probably not paid as well, but at least you're building your resume, your experience, and who knows who you're going to meet. Right. So, recommend doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So we're at that point. I know Princess Peach has some iconic lines. Can you do one for me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you play Smash Brothers? What games do you play? So I played a lot of Mario Kart in my day. Mario Kart. You know, in Mario Kart, I think it's just a lot of sounds like, yeah, wait, oh, I got to warm up to it. That's Toad. <laughs> so it would be like, yeah, help me, Mario, save me. Mario, help. I have to kind of warm up a little bit. Um, That's okay. <laughs> or in uh, Smash Brothers, like um, sh one of the funny ones that just annoys everybody. And I meet a lot of dudes who play Smash Brothers. And so they will just be like, you know, they learned how to make the parasol work and how the spitting thing works, which I did not learn how to do, but they can just beat their friends playing it. And it makes the guys crazy because they're like, I just got beat by a princess. And um, <laughs> one of the lines that she says that really annoys people, I think, it, and they like it is, did I win? You know, so she'll say that one or ha-cha. Um, so different ones like that. But um one of the things, so you can tell with the voice, I have to kind of warm it up and I've been already working this morning. So it's a little bit ragged, but um, when we record, we always record peach first when the voice is all nice and clean and not, uh, not lower. Mm -hmm. And then um, after we record peach, then we record toad because toad, <laughs> you know, so toad has like more uh, messiness and um, right. And so after Toad, Peach is impossible, but we can do Peach before Toad. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much, Sam, for doing this. It was great to have you on and great to hear from you and just everything. Oh, I love it. Next time you're around, let's hang out and thanks. Keep doing your podcast and all the stuff. I love everything that you're doing. Yes. All right. Thanks so much, Sam. Mwah. All right. Bye. Bye.